now starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alvin here. How you doing tonight, bud? I'm happy to be here, man. I'm doing great. Yeah, man, summertime, right? Summertime. Yeah, the pools are open. Yeah. The weather's hot. The weather is hot. And and it's on time, man. It's the Guitar Gurus. That's right, man. You think of those smoking hot guitars and this smoking hot heat. It's a symbiotic relationship. That's right, man. Yeah. All the live performances. Oh, so many, so many. Yeah, I can't man. even begin to tell you about the excitement to see everybody out and about playing right now. It's wow. Here we are, man. It's yeah. happening. One year later. Wow. Wow. Drastic turn, man. It's great. Venues were shutting down a year ago. Now, now they're filled with people and businesses back. It seems like. That's right. That's cool, man. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, couldn't be more thrilled to be here tonight uh, to, to preview what's coming up in Southern Maryland this weekend music-wise, man. Got yeah. a great little sampler coming up in just a minute, but dude, tonight's episode 106. What do you think about that? 106. That's amazing, man. Right, I'm, man. Yeah, just I'm very, very happy to still be doing this, man. Yeah, man, we're just... With you guys, two bros. Yeah, doing the thing. <laughs> Hanging out on Tuesday nights, Guru's Days, <laughs> and um, taping a show for 106 times plus. Plus. Plus, yeah. plus. Plus. Yeah, so, dude, it's cool. I'm, it, it's, it, it, it's cool, man. We're here. Yeah, it's no small feat, man. Yeah, but I'm thirsty, and, and I want to shout out the last week's guest, but it was two weeks ago because we were off last week, but... Right. I want to shout out uh, Francis Urieta, the professor, man. Yeah. There you go, bud. That pop is for you, my man. Yeah, he came on, told his story. He got into several characters. Yeah. It was <laughs> awesome. I mean, dude, that's the first <laughs> time, man. It was kind of cool, inventive. I like that type of uh, interaction on the phone. He was real creative, put some thought, some time into it, man. Yeah. So. Big shout out Francis, the professor of Southern Maryland. If you see him in a show, go check it out because one, he doesn't play out that often, but when he does, it's worth the attendance. There it is. So that's cool, man. Thanks for coming on last week. But this week, dude, wow, man. We got a cool show tonight. Yes, we do. God, do we have a cool show. So <laughs> um, first up, um, instead of David Higgins being here tonight for the Southern Maryland Chronicle doing the Hickey on the Beat, Dan Alpin, you're going to fill in for Higgy. You're going to read us the 10-ounce 12-pack sampler yeah, provided man. by Lynn Arion, Our local music, musicalologist and, and caretaker of everything music Southern Maryland. Pretty much. That's right. correct. Good, good analogy. Right. So we're going to preview the 10-ounce 12-pack sampler, have all the bands that are coming up. But pay attention to Facebook on Thursdays. Because Higgy releases the full schedule, he shares Lynn's thing, and it's a whole thing. So, and if it's anything like we've been seeing, wow! Yeah, yes, yeah, it's it's supposed to be huge. What? I'm a lot huge. of work Lynn puts into this because these lists have been huge. That's right, dude, big time. Um, after Exciting. that, 
We'll transition right into the Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week. And this week, we got the fantastic PRS-SE Zach Myers guitar. How cool is that, man? That's Pit- awesome. The pictures turned out fabulous. Yes, they did. People are reacting to it. Uh, they like it. Yeah. They like it. That's cool. Um, I liked having it in studio, and it was a blast to play. So we'll talk about that soon enough. But that'll be the Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week. That's right. Yeah. Um, then after that, we'll transition right into... One of the most dynamic segments in all of podcasting, talk radio, what have you, what not. But it's Sean Kirkpatrick, Sean in 60 Seconds, (laughs) man. Sean plays in the band more, more, more. Going to catalog another week in his life of playing live music and doing his um, audio teching at uh, Alien Audio with his buddy Aaron that I used to work with at Hotlix. Shout out, Aaron. How are you, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, so that'll be Sean Kirkpatrick, Sean in 60 Seconds, man. Very cool. That's the standard show. Yeah. Right there, dude. That's just awesomeness. Reeks of awesomeness. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a quick break. We're going to get reset and come back up. And in the second half of the show, our featured guest this week is Rob Blake, lead guitarist for Three Days of Rain, man. How awesome is that, dude? Big Rob. Right, and he's going to have some fantastic big news to break tonight. Um, It's going to be cool, and I'll tease it like this so everybody listening. So Big Rob Blake's coming on the show, dropped some big news, and I believe it involves you, right? That's possibly the rumor. All right, there's the tease. You got to tune in to find out. Yeah, you're already here, so leave that dial alone and and get your beverages ready because it's going to be the guitar gurus tonight, man. That's that's the show, dude. What do you think about that? Got a great show. Great show tonight, everybody. Man, dude. Sit back, crack a beer, and let the gurus take care of you tonight. That's right, dude. Chime in with the chat, people. Chime in with the chat. We love interacting and hearing from you. Right, and definitely check us out on Instagram. Um, You can definitely catch me at Dan Harsha. Just dial it in. Um, We're always putting stuff up. It's kind of like the unsung social media profile for me. Yeah. I really don't do the Facebook that hard anymore because... I just feel Instagram's more appropriate for what I'm putting out there. You know, this is funny. that makes sense, right? It's funny you mention that. Yeah. I I still do the, the I still do the Facebook. <laughs> and I'm old and I will let all of you hear this right now and I'm right? not ashamed of it. I right. have no fucking clue how Instagram works. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on it for a few years. Dan Man twenty two. I think I've got ten posts. I don't even know how I pulled those off. Dan Man twenty two. It's sad. So you got Dan Man 22 and Dan Harsh. <laughs> yeah. Just do yourself a favor and just go to Dan Harsh's Instagram. Yeah, check it out, man. I'm always <laughs> or, putting up just guitar guitars. Uh, Instagram. Just don't even bother with me. I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so if anybody wants to call me and give me a tutorial, please, by all means. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So I'll stick with the Facebook. All right. Well, Since there I understand hey, how that, that works. That's your wheelhouse, man. <laughs> I, I know your wheelhouse. That's right. And don't forget, you can catch your favorite episodes on Spotify. Yeah. And on YouTube. We're all over the place, Dude, guys. Dude, the, the YouTube catalog is the unsung hero of the show. That is the archive. It's the massive amount of archive. Every episode is there on the YouTube servers. 
We're not trying to make a penny off the episodes. Nope. They're there just so you can pull them up in quick, fashionable order, man. Yeah. How awesome is that, dude? Yeah, go back and, and, and check dude, them out. If you look at the view counts, I'm like, dude, no one uses this. I mean, yeah. the, the, there's some views on some episodes, but generally, it's the unsung archive of the show. It is true. Yeah, so check it out if you can. I mean, if you haven't subscribed yet, I mean, literally just click the subscribe button. It's free. It'd be awesome. Share yeah. it with your friends, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if you really have a grudge against us and you don't want to give us any money, it doesn't cost you any money to subscribe. That's right. <laughs> If you guys have been, you know, the former guest, you guys can go back and listen to your old interviews. Yeah. You know, and sit there and go, wow, I did stay on track with what I talked about. My goal was. Right. Or you could go back and you could say, I didn't do anything like I was talking about doing two years ago. (laughs) I need to get back on track. Right, right, dude. Dude, I'm trying to get some new riffs cranking, new tones going, new guitars coming into the studio. I'm doing my thing, man. There you go. But I'm going to throw you the mic, man. I think it's time to get the show off to the start, right? All right. So yes, take- sir. Yes, sir. I had, right. to, I had to take a you know deep breath here. All right. If I were you, I wouldn't. But- oh. oh. All right. So take you on the beat with Dan Albin. Dan Albin, there you go, buddy. Go for it. <laughs> Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dan Albin filling in for David Higgins this week. And welcome to Higgy on the Beat, coming to you live from the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Studio. That's overfilled with guitars. That's right. It's overfilled with guitars. So let's get started with what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland with your 10 ounce 12 pack sampler, courtesy of Linarion. Okay. Yeah, Linarion. Let's pop open that sampler. What do you say? All right. Friday, June 11th at 5 p.m., we have John Lusky at the Happy Harbor Restaurant in Deal, Maryland. 6 p.m., three days of rain. We'll be at Swan Point Country Club down in Swan Point, Maryland. Uh-oh, Swan Point it up. That's right. 8 p.m., 81 proof. That's Justin and Wes, you know, the guys. Yeah. They'll be Wes at Rice and Justin Miles, That's man. Right. 81 proof. That's right. Son. Son. They'll be at the <laughs> Hills Country Store. I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> all right, yeah. We don't edit, so this is all happening. Love it. All right, at 9 p.m., we have Hydra Effects at the Port Tobacco Marina down in Port Tobacco, Maryland. Moving on to Saturday, June 12th, 12 p.m., Sam Groves in town. Oh, yeah. Man. He'll be at the Melwood Car and Bike Rally in Welcome, Maryland. Yeah. Right hey, there, there it is. Chuck man. County, baby. That's right. 8 p.m., we have the Justin Miles Experience. That's a full band show. Seabreeze Tiki Bar down in Mechanicsville. That's right. Jay Shade and the boys in social at 8.30 at Cancun Cantina over in Hanover, Maryland. Right. 9 p.m. Billy Breslin will be at the Green Turtle in California. Then moving on to your Sunday fun day, Sunday, June 13th, 1 p.m. Kayla Chafee and Johnny Brown will be at the Ruddy Duck and Solomons. At 2 p.m. you've got Shortcut Sunny at Robin Hill Farm and Vineyard in Brandywine. Also at 2 p.m., Borderline Blues, Stoney's Clark's Landing in Hollywood. That's cool. And then rounding out your Sunday fun day at 3 p.m., Greg Barrick. Yeah, that's right. That dead ginger god, that beast. He will be at Dockside Restaurant Sports Bar over in Deal. That's going to be a good time right there. It always is. Remember, everybody, uh, when going out in public, 
Well, dude, it's... Follow the rules of the establishment you're in. Right, because they're calling their own shots now. Yeah, so be mindful of where you are. If they have a set of rules, be mindful of them and enjoy yourselves. And also, um, if you're partaking in adult beverages, please have a DD or plan Uber or Lyft. Be responsible. And always enjoy and support local music and the places that are making these things available to you to enjoy. That's right. Helping everyone get back on their feet. That's what it's all about. So you guys have a good time. This is only a sampler. That main list will come out. It's already out. When you're listening to this, it just came out. Right. It comes out Thursday around 4-ish. And they're huge now. The yeah, lists are huge. It's insane. You need, a, you need an index to go through the list. You really do. Oh, the list is an index. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. All right. Cool. All right. Well, dude, thanks for filling in for Higgy this week. That oh, was yeah. awesome. Um. But we're immediately going to transition into the Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week, my friend. And this week, we got the PRS SC Zach Myers semi-hollow electric guitar in the color called Myers Blue. So, man, he really got into his signature. He got a special color after him, wow. named after him. So that's cool, man. So, dude, Zach Myers, the guitarist for Shinedown. Is a, he's a PRS player through and through. When he was given a chance to redesign his signature model, he jumped at the opportunity. The newly updated SC Zach Meyer semi-hollow body electric guitar now features a maple neck, a matching flame maple headstock overlay, and his signature Myers blue finish. The semi-hollow mahogany body and maple top create a nicely balanced tonal foundation, while the strikingly figured veneer ensures you and your guitar are the center of attention. You get two 245S humbuckers with individual volume and tone controls that create that vintage-inspired tone with punchy attack. Aside from its good looks and superb tone, this guitar sports a rosewood fingerboard, PRS-designed tuning machines, and a single F-hole for that airy sound that semi-hollows are all about, man. Right. This is the PRS SC Zach Myers, man. And it was awesome to have it here at the studio this weekend, man. This past weekend. Um, the 245S pickups pump out vintage-inspired tones. All right, so the guitars fitted with them. They're inspired by the humbuckers found on vintage guitars. These pickups are clear and punchy with a perfect dash of harmonic content. Guitars at Island Music Company appreciate how these pickups can conjure up tones from, from mellow chords just as quickly as they can produce screaming high gain tones, all while retaining their clarity. So it was kind of crazy this weekend, me jamming on the guitar, cranking it in here with the semi-hollow. <laughs> so it can do it all, man. It's kind of cool. It's really cool. Let's talk about the semi-hollow construction. All right, with its thin line construction, the PRS SC Zach Meyer semi hollow bottle body electric guitar sets itself apart from many other PRS instruments. By using this popular construction technique, PRS and Myers have created an instrument that sings with sustain and feedback resistant the re- and the feedback resistant nature of a solid body while embol- while its tone and extra air and sweetness. Not to mention, this also makes the PRS SE Zach Myers a much lighter instrument for the marathon gig sessions. And you can appreciate that being a bass player. 
how heavy an instrument gets after a long uh, time playing. No doubt. No doubt. So it, that's definitely cool. That's what I love about semi-hollows and full hollow body guitars will trip you out real quick of how much they don't, how light they are. Wow. You almost got to like ask yourself, to my, is it, do I have it in my hand? Right, right. But dude, what's also cool about this guitar is the incredibly comfortable neck. It's a PRS trademark. Zach Meyer's signature SE guitar has a maple neck with a pattern-wide, pattern-wide fat neck profile. That's how they do it at PRS. They don't, they, they don't do letters. They call it pattern-wide fat. So, how do you like your neck? Pattern-wide fat. Yeah, give me the Alban. Pattern-wide fat neck. <laughs> the neck carve fills up your hand nicely. It's just like vintage Alban. <laughs> That's right. Just like vintage Alban from Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> In the 50s and 60s. <laughs> it's exceptionally comfortable for cording and adds sustain and thickness to your guitar's tone. Capping the neck is a warm-sounding rosewood fretboard adorned with Paul Reed Smith's instantly identifiable bird in flight inlays. Yeah, no mistaking those birds, man. No, no, you no. Know whose guitar that is, man. That's right, dude. But, dude, seriously, awesome guitar. Super stoked to be one of the first guys to have access to it here in the in this area because this is the new redesign. As far as I know, it's not available anywhere on the Internet yet. The island has, like, got the first shipment or something. They get, that happens a lot over there, you know, I've noticed through these guitars. Yeah, they get them, like, two, three, four weeks before everybody else does. So they, they really got that, do. They got that gap of time, man, yeah. so... If you're in a hurry, they have you. That's right. But, yeah, that's cool. But, dude, so start thinking about this. So it's PRS SE import. Um, We're going to go over the tech specs. Then we're going to get to how much it costs. I still want you calculating, getting it going, man. This one's a doozy. It's going to throw throw you off, all right? I love these. It's a little difficult, all right? So it's an import model, okay? Tech specs are as follows. It's a six-string guitar. It's right-handed. It's a semi-hollow body construction, and it's a SC Zach Myers body shape. The body material is mahogany. The top material is a figured maple. The body finish has a gloss body finish. The color is Myers blue. The neck material is rosewood. The neck shape is pattern-wide fat. Neck joint is set neck, a 10-inch radius. Um, I already said it earlier, but the fingerboard material is rosewood. The fingerboard inlay is the PRS Birds, 22 frets, medium jumbo size fret, so it made playing easy. Um, 24 and a half inch scale length, a nut width of 1.6875 inches. Uh, it's a synthetic bronze powder blend nut, so it was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it definitely seen all these exotic nut materials. You don't see this one very often. Nope. Um, it's got the PRS adjustable stop tail bridge. PRS design tuners, of course, the 245S humbuckers. It's got two volume, two tone, a three way toggle pickup switch, comes with nines and a gig bag. And the nice. gig bag's nice. Dude, the super, PRS gig super, bags are nice. Super nice gig bag. Right. Super nice gig bag. So, Dude, yeah. Yeah, they don't mess with the, they don't mess around with those gig bags. No, man. So, Albin, man, 
everybody out there and the, listening in will come to that point. And now I got to know, man, how much do you think this thing cost, Albin? All what right, is here, the cost yeah, of this guitar? Here we go. Is this the same one that, that he played in the Zack Attack? This is the new redesign. Oh, I, oh, oh. Oh, shit. This is Zach Myers guitar. I thought yeah. it was Zach Morris. No, not from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. That, they played that one show at the Max. Yeah, Zach Attack. I was there. Were you there? No. Did they play all the I was songs backstage. You I was backstage. Where, did they play every song you wanted them to play? Dude, Screech had me on the list. Oh, got you in, huh? Yeah, well, dude, I met, I met him at... Um, yeah, that place over there. That, that place over there. Yeah. In White Plains. Yeah. At Martini's. At Martini's. No, I met him at Martini's. He put yeah. me on the list for the Zack Attack. For thing. the Zack Attack. The, this is this one's got. I'm just giving. We're, I'm BSing to give you guys time to throw your guesses up. Right. That's what I always do. Right. And I am just befuddled by this, actually. All right. So it's an import model. Not, I got so that. it's not made stateside. That's right. Shipped overseas. Um, SC model, semi hollow body, humbuckers. Yeah. A lot of the different exotic materials. We just talked about the nut being that synthetic bronze powder material. Yeah. I mean, a lot of different features here, and we got a fantastic value tonight. All right. So with that, Albin's guest on Guitar of the Week, provided by Island Musical Plata, Maryland, is I'm just going to pull the Band-Aid off, man, because I really, right? really struggling with this one. Sure. I'm going to say eleven ninety nine. Wow. We're building value here on the Guitar Gurus to some of a lot of money. The price of this guitar at Isla Music Company right now, $829. Oh, you damn. How about that? Wow. And I know they got more than one in stock, so y'all can all rush down there and get one. Everybody can get one. Dude. How about that, dude? They got yeah. the lead on it. They got the lead on the Zach Myers. It really messed me up this week. Yeah. I mean, that should be at 11 it should so. be, but the way PRS does their imports, they own their factory now. Uh-huh. They're not paying someone to do it anymore. They Maybe. build them themselves. They just have their factory over there. Hmm. That's why the quality is at an all-time high. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the best strategy. There's, there's people living over there directing how they do things. Yeah. And then all the guitars get shipped stateside, checked out over there on the Eastern Shore, then shipped to store. Wow. So, I mean, dude, they're doing it right, man. They, are. they do look, do look, it right. I'm a Fender guy. Everybody knows that. But yeah. I respect the PRS brand. Absolutely. I have a John Mayer Silver Sky because yeah. I, I wanted PRS's best version of an S body. I got it. Yeah. On the wall. Yeah, I know. be gone. So I, I'm I all in. I, lo- I love it. So it's cool. But it messed me up, man, because I think pre-show we were talking about this guitar. And I told you, I said, man, this one's really got me kind of befuddled because right. I don't I don't look these up ahead of time because it takes the fun out of it. Right, right, And then right. I, I remember saying, like, it, your last two numbers before the decimal were always either 49 or 99. <laughs> well, guess what? That theory just got blown out of the water. Boom! Because this was 29. Right. I knew I was. was, was So here I am again going, questioning everything. (laughs) Right. 
That's Damn. awesome. That messed me up. Eight twenty nine. What a value, though, man. Seriously, I the mean, gig it, bag's worth what? One hundred and fifty bucks? Nah, it's probably a hundred dollar gig, gig bag. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Being okay. fair, being fair, I'm not going to over embellish the gig bag just to over embellish, but sure, hundred dollars would be fair because it's really nice, super yeah. nice gig bag. Better than any gig bag fenders put in their shit. I'm telling you, they right. love them to death, but fuck their gig bags. All right? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, um, let's, let's see that, some thumbs up for that one. All right, but now the PRS gig bags are awesome. This one had it. The fit and finish were for real. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome. In stock at Island Music, 829 flat plus tax. Nice. Boom, dude. Boom. That's guitar of the week. I can't wait to get back down there and get one this week. <laughs> We're going to see what Jack and the boys throw at me this weekend. Man. Isn't it great? And Gunny, I don't know what your comment meant. The mat, the, 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 it's not book matched. He was saying that the finish of the lines were matching up. And I'm like, dude, what if you were drinking that day? I, I couldn't understand if he meant like the, the seam down the middle, like the pattern wasn't matching up on each side. Th- of is the that body. what he didn't like? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, I mean, they, they got book-matched and non-book-matched. Right. They're two, they're two very distinct things. They don't do that on purpose. Well, yeah, book-match is really expensive. Right. Really expensive. You only see that at the highest level. Yeah, if you want that exact preciseness, you're yeah. paying for it. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, no, I, I like the off-center. Let you some know people do. It lets you know there's two different pieces of wood there. Well, sure. Some people do. Some people do I know, not, but, but it's cool. But it's all good. At least you're watching, Gunny. Exactly. That's what matters. That's paying what's attention, cool. my man. You're paying attention and interacting. But. Yep. And here at the Guitar Gurus, we take your concerns very seriously. And we do agree. <laughs> I'll agree <laughs> to disagree. There but, it is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But thanks for paying attention. Yeah, that's good. All right, dude. We're dude. We're gonna fire up the phone system, man. Um, yeah, man. Dude, give me some soothing tones because it's time for Sean Kirkpatrick. Sean in sixty seconds. It's time for Sean in sixty seconds, right here on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show with Sean Kirkpatrick, right here tonight, bringing us another fantastic episode. There it is. Phone system's cranking, dude. Let's Listen, see if we can get a buttery voice coming up. Yeah. Scratching the shit out of the mic. Come on, Sean. He likes the dramatic. He does. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? Nothing. Just trying to get it set up. (laughs) We have missed that buttery goodness, buddy. Trying to get it set up. I thought you guys were already ready to go. Oh, yeah, we are, dude. We're taping. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Now, you're the first phone call of the night, man. Auburn had to fill in for Higgy. What's, yeah. uh, what's, going on with, what's going on with Higgy? We got to talk about his attendance. He's busy on the beat. Ah, uh, yeah. I saw some uh, some stuff was going on recently. I was I saw him posting stuff on Facebook, so. Yeah. All is, all is well with him. Yeah, all is well as far as I know. Well, that's good. That's good. So how are you? How are you? I am very well. I'm cooling off. You know, it's been a freaking muggy hot day. It's been muggy hot days all week. Yeah, right. It's been ridiculous. So I'm sitting in the AC and having a Molly's Blood Orange Blonde enjoying myself. Good for you, man. Nice. Yeah, guys. Uh, but man, so much has happened in the past two weeks. It's been ridiculous. Sweet. Fill us in. 
So I did sound for a band called uh, Glamour Kitty. I think I've told you about Glamour Kitty already. They're another 80s tribute band. Yeah. Their singer has been filling in for our singer. So oh, cool. it was it was kind of a neat dynamic. I finally got to go out and check them out. Um, you know, I've been hearing about Glamour Kitty for years now and just never got a chance to see them. You know, our schedules just always collided. So the, um, the bass player, Joe, by the end of the night, he had uh, he, he decided he was going to message my dad because apparently they like you know everybody likes the jetty and likes my dad and stuff like that so they messaged him and said uh, hey Mike uh, we got a new favorite sound guy oh man I was like no no don't do that don't do that right shit <laughs> but yeah man like so the drummer for um, Glamour Kitty has. He carries his own drum riser around with him. They got a whole pad set up for their kid, the drum set. So it's all triggered. Like there's no live drums. Oh wow. So, yeah, it was a little weird at first because, you know, I mean, I start off from a bass, bass line mix that's already got EQs on, on the channels and stuff like that. Just so I don't have to like go in and redo every single one. Right. And throughout the night, I was just flattening out all the EQs on every single channel because every single, like all the patches are just so good. Like the, the the kick drum sound, snare drum sound, toms, the cowbell, all that shit was just very level. And all I had to do was just kind of bring the levels up. I didn't have to EQ them at all, really. I mean, I brought some punch in the kick and everything, but that was about it. So nuts. Wow. Isn't, very that, cool. isn't that amazing how that shit works? Yeah, man, man that's awesome. Yeah, man, I was, you know, I, I was I was a little nervous when I saw the stage fly just because of the amount of stuff that they had going on. So I went ahead and rented some drum mics from uh, Aaron and um, brought, like, you know, all the stuff that I needed and, and a bunch of extra cables. I ended up not using none of it. Wow. Did you get your money back? <laughs> Did you get your money back? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it was like a, it, it's, it's a safety thing, you know. I just gotta make sure I'm prepared for whatever happens. So yeah. I'd like to have everything I need for for whatever situation may occur. I get it. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's worth it, you know. It was only like fifty bucks, so whatever. I got you. Yeah, I mean, I've never returned a movie at Blockbuster and said, "Oh, by the way, I did not watch this Prince of Tides." Can I get my money back? Right. <laughs> it's well, worth it for a day. It was worth being prepared, man. So it sounds like he crushed it, man. It's a great, yeah, great man, gig. It, and- it felt good. It sounded good. It looked good. You know, it was just everybody was having a fun time. Yeah, is your dad mad at you now? No, of course not. Nah, he's, I'm just yeah, he's a proud papa. Yeah, that that would do it, man. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we got a we got a so we basically named this whole summer the summer of, of singers. With my, with my new with my band more 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 all right because we've been cycling through like this will be our third singer coming up here soon uh his name is mike newberry who plays with used to formerly known as super bueno they um he's got another band now called wake the neighbors and he does solo acoustic acts all over maryland and if you ever had a chance to watch his band uh super bueno in the past the, he he sounds just like the guy from Iron Maiden. It's ridiculous the way he sings. Like he, he can hit notes that you didn't think of. Like 
it's <laughs> he was we were we had rehearsal this past weekend right and he, his voice was shot he apparently he had done four shows over the weekend so we're like hey don't worry about it you don't you don't have, you don't have to belt it or nothing like that just but we're just working on structures here just so that you understand how the song is supposed to go so that when we do our show you're aware of the arrangement and everything like that so i mean just go ahead and just do spoken word you don't even have to sing well sure enough you know we go and um i'm trying to remember what the song's called it's like a it's a bon jovi tune where the key changes at the end and it's like super high crap anyway he goes into the key change and just is wailing with a with a rusty voice like he hits that key change like nobody hits it before like we even have a variation of it where we don't do the key change right just because it's so hard that's cool so, yeah yeah it, it just it just blows my mind some of the time sometimes and, and, and you know what blows my mind even more is that i can't remember what the fucking song is called <laughs> living on a prayer well yeah that's it yeah that well, has a key change we're halfway there yeah Yep, that's it. Yeah, I don't listen to Bon Jovi, but I love key changes. Right. right. So yeah, like every time <laughs> I play that song, it's almost it's almost disappointing sometimes when you know if it's late at night and everybody's drunk and we get to that key change, we're like, oh, here, let the crowd do it, let the crowd do it, blah blah blah. But having a singer that can actually pull that off is just insane, and the fact that he was able to pull that off while being you know rusty and 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 worn down from the four day gigs or four yeah four different gigs over that's amazing dude that is hardcore that's amazing i mean yeah you know shit i know what a one gig in a weekend can do to you imagine four yeah right we're doing like solo acoustic gigs too like he had two on the day before he had two gigs on saturday and we had rehearsal on sunday Mm. Mm. yeah he came in just just rocked it out like a champ so Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to be working with him and just looking for the best when it comes to our, our original singer. He's supposed to be back in October, so now is there, is there any chance of seeing you guys down this way at all? Um so this weekend we're actually playing at High Tides in Colonial Beach, which is about the closest to this area that we're gonna get at this point. Okay. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of another place down here that we that we, that we may end up playing in the future. But I, you know, I mean, aside from Gilligan's, maybe. But I know that they're they're backed off quite a bit when it comes to bands. Yeah. They're only doing like like four or five events this summer, if that. Right. So. Okay. Damn. Well, I just wanted yeah. to know, man. Like, well, like check you out, but I can't always get up to Northern Maryland and all those. Right. Places. Yeah. Well, at high tides, do you know if it'll be high tide when y'all play? Well, I mean, how often does the hot tide come in? Should I don't it... know. I'm not a mariner. Twice a day? No, neither am I. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, thought you would have that fun fact. You get it. Uh, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't think. What's your definition high of high? It's far enough away from the shore that it doesn't matter. <laughs> right, right, right. Depends on what you mean by high tide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my tide's always high. <laughs> <laughs> the tide is high, but I'm rolling. Yeah, so. I, I remember, just, kids, I just, don't do tie pots. No, don't do. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no that, is not, that is not recommended here. Was that on the Tic Tac? I think that was on the Tic Tac. Nice. 
Well, that's great, man. What what else you got this weekend coming up, my man? Uh, just just high tides this weekend. Um, okay. I'm gonna try to make it over to the jetty and and uh, hang out with my dad. Obviously, he he just uh, got some new lights for the backwash there, so I'm excited to see what those look like because he went from you know just having RGB lights across the back there that were you know pretty relatively dim LEDs. Now he's got RGB white and UV LEDs in there and they're, you know, three watt or whatever individual big LEDs, so. Red, green, blue, red, green, blue, white, and what was the last one? Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. That's some 80s skating rink shit. I love that. Yeah. Right. It's going to look cool, man. It's going to look cool. Yeah, man, we got uh, ultraviolet on a couple of the other lights up there, too. So when we do, like, purple rain or something like that, it the place blows. Oh, it's it looks insane. Like, looks like purple rain's falling. Nice. Right. Yeah, check that out. And they got rid of the carpet on the stage, so none of the stains show up. <laughs> yes. But, but didn't it, that yes. carpet on stage smells so good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Between right. sweat and spilled beverages and... Somebody tracked in some dog shit. Like you know? <laughs> to shoe off on the fucking edge like an asshole. Yeah. Earlier in the day, they had brunch and Mitzi brought her fucking dog and shit in the parking lot. And she didn't clean it up. Hey, we're in rare. We took a week off, so we're having a little fun tonight, Sean. Yeah, I'm man. sorry, man. No, no, that actually brings up a funny point. Um, You're allowed to bring dogs to the jetty, and I've not once seen dog shit on the deck. That's good. Be hey. more responsible. Pet owners. It, it's actually blowing my mind people. right now. <laughs> All right. Oh. It, it's actually blowing my mind right now that I've never seen anybody pick up dog crap. I've never seen anybody like, like they, the dogs just don't sit on the beach or on on the deck. And I mean, there's plenty of dogs, and they're, 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 people have brought dogs there for hours. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm well, gonna let you investigate that week and let us the, know about it next week. Kudos to the week. pet owners, man. Yeah. I think I think, I think they're robots. The dogs are surveillance robots. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. All right, dude. Well, we'll catch you next week, all right? All right, fellas. Y'all have a great night. All right, right, man. man. We'll see you. Later. Wow, man. Stronger Patrick, dude. That's awesome, dude. It's always great. Woo, man. Woo. Dude, what a show tonight, man. Oh, yeah, we're having fun, man. We're having a good time. That's right, man. Murph is busting into the studio. Oh, look at this. He's he's, right here. Yeah, he's not even waiting to the 45, dude. He says, screw it. All right, so, dude, it's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We're Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio, and we'll be right back with our featured guest, Rob Blake, Three Days of Rain, and it's going to be awesome. We'll talk to you then. Tattoos last forever. They're a permanent statement about your personality and style. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with ink that looks like it's been done by some junior apprentice? Or do you want a custom tattoo from Christopher Lane Tattoos? Chris has over 10 years in the biz and uses the best ink and machines in the industry. Check out Christopher Lane Tattoos' Instagram feed today and you will just see for yourself that he does some of the finest work in the Southern Maryland area. Give him a follow today and you will just marvel over the attention to detail in his work. Christopher Lane Tattoos on Instagram is your start on a pathway to tattoo bliss. Book your appointment through Christopher Lane Tattoos' Instagram private messaging service for an exclusive bonus that only Guitar Guru listeners are eligible for. Follow Christopher Lane Tattoos on Instagram today.
Yo, 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 Albin, let's talk site maintenance solutions with Cooper Construction. Okay, great. Why are we outside? I wanted you to see how Cooper Construction's handling my site with the installation of my new septic tank system. I'm loving all this heavy equipment I'm seeing. You need this kind of equipment for this type of work. You say, do you? Yeah, man. Cooper Constructions offers complete site solutions for septic tanks and mounds, lot clearing up to three acres, and most importantly, stormwater management. Okay, let me get this straight. Cooper Construction offers site maintenance for lot clearing, septic systems, and stormwater management? You are correct. Does Cooper Construction have all the credentials needed for this type of work? Yes, they do, my friend. Cooper Construction has over 20 years' experience in the construction world. How do we get a hold of them? That's easy. Just dial 301-683-7766 and ask for a site visit today. Again, that number is 301-683-7766. Give them a call. You can also reach them on the web at buildwithcooper.com. Cooper Construction. From site to site, they will treat you right. What's up, y'all? This is Sam Grow, and you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus. The only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dog Man. We see each other through different eyes. Oh yeah, we're back from break. It's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We're Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. How are you doing tonight, yeah. Mr. Albert? Yeah, that's great, man. Are you are you 100 percent sure? I'm 100 percent sure. Alright, yeah, you sound like you are, man. It's good, yeah, man. man. The confidence thing. Yeah. Southern Maryland's number one choice. We're Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. That's correct. Yeah, man. So dude, it's it's dude, the show's awesome, man. Episode 106. So far, the standard show was sweet. Um, you filled in for David Higgins of the Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. Always a pleasure. Yep. Uh, we did the Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week, which was that awesome PRS SE Zach Myers. Yeah, right. Fabulous Myers Blue. That's correct. Awesome value, eight hundred twenty nine dollars. I know, amazing right. value. You said eleven ninety nine as your guest. I did. I mean, that's super value. That's like four some four hundred dollars right there. You know. Yeah. So that's awesome right there. So that was the guitar of the week. You spoke to Sean Kirkpatrick of More More More. Got some little tidbits on how his shows have been going. So that's yep. cool. Now we took a break, and now we're here. We are, man. It's feature guest time. It's feature guest time. And this week, we got Rob Blake from Three Days of Rain, man. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm excited about this, man. We've right? had, we've had uh, Carly on several times. We've had a couple other people, Jim yeah. Kobe and Rob. And Rob. Yeah, now it's Rob's time. Rob, the other Rob's time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Rock and Rob, not Big Rob. Right. Yeah. But now it's Big Rob's time. <laughs> That's right. So, dude, uh, give me some soothing tones, and we'll get the phone system cranking. All right, it is time for our feature guest on episode 106, Rob Blake. No other than Rob Blake from Three Days of Rain right here on the Southern Rail Guitar Guru Show. All right, it's ringing, dude. We're locking in the signals, and we're going to get them on the line momentarily. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. This is going to be awesome tonight. Oh, yeah. Ringing the phone. <laughs> All right. Hello? Hey, Rob, it's Dan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air, buddy? Shit, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, dude, we're in, we're in studio tonight. We're taping the show. I got Dan Alban with me. Dan Alban, say hi to Rob Blake. Mr. Rob Blake, how are you this evening, sir? 
Dan, doing good, brother. How are you? Good, man. I, I, I'm excited to have you on here, man. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, dude, it is so awesome. It's your time, man. I've been looking forward to this. I've been excited for days. That's awesome. Me too. Hey, uh, I'm going to pop one for you real quick, Rob. Hold on one second, all right? Yeah, there we go. Right. Oh, I'm going to join you real quick. How about that? I don't know if that came through. But yeah, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's what? cool. Look at that. Popped one on the other ah, end, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. That's man. a drink right there when you go. Here we are having <laughs> ourselves a nice old-fashioned social on the air. That's right, well, man. Well, dude, welcome to the show. Long-time listener, man. It's about yeah. time you guys called me. I baby dude, I know, dude. We got, <laughs> you know, we, we weave and we weave our web certain ways, and tonight it's your night, brother. Tonight is your night, bro. So, I'm all for it. So, dude, let's get this party off to a start because it's gonna be a hoot. Um, first of all, let's get the backstory on yourself. When did you start playing guitar? When did you know that's what that was your thing? And and just fill us in, dude. And we'll ask you questions. Yeah, um, I started, you know, getting into into you know the, the rock music in the '80s. Um, so when I was 15, I think, yeah, 15. All right. Um, so that's 33 years ago. Uh, nice. I just decided I wanted to play. I told mom and dad I wanted a guitar, so they got me one for Christmas. I got a $100 Epiphone piece of shit for Christmas. Uh, came with this little uh, 15 watt Gorilla amplifier. Um, yes, the, the GG, the, dude. Yeah, yeah, it looked cool, man. It was, it was like red metallic flake, and it looked like a Strat. Had a locking trim, but if you if you looked at it funny, it came out of tune. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my first axe, and uh, so you know, I, I didn't I didn't take lessons or anything. I just sort of self taught. I did give a kid down the road ten bucks one time to, to teach me a lesson, and he, he showed me the, the pentatonic minor scale. I was right. like six months into it. I didn't even know what to ask. I didn't ask him to teach me a scale. I just said, teach me something. And he, he showed me the notes of the scale, took my 10 bucks and left and <laughs> left me to it. Um, but yeah, like it, it came pretty quick for me. Uh, like within six months, you know, I was, I was like playing full songs and you know, I grew up in the eighties, all the hair metal bands and thrash and all that stuff. And a lot of the, the rhythm stuff was fairly easy to play and had all the complex solos so i just focused on learning all the riffs and playing rhythm guitar first and um you know learning whole songs and stuff but yeah you know, i really just wanted to play randy rhodes and eddie van halen solos but um right. so you know i i did what every kid back then did I, I bought every issue of you know all the different guitar magazines for all the tablatures and bought the tab books like uh you know randy rhodes tribute album and appetite for destruction and stuff like that that's you know that's what i was into so um, and before long, I, I started developing a pretty good ear, and I was able to learn songs by ear. So, um, you know, probably within the first year, I was I was beginning to solo. I, I didn't know any theory. I wasn't really improvising. I was just, you know, learning the riffs and licks from the tab books, and um, you know, certainly I figured out some tricks and runs and stuff along the way. Um, you know, that I could play over different keys. So I'd learned, you know, solo for a song, and I knew it was in D. And I went, oh, if I just slide this up two frets, now I'm in E. I can do it over a different song that's in E. So. Um, yeah. You know, sort of adding to this bag of tricks pretty early. Um, I think the first solo I learned was Love Song by Tesla, which, you yeah. know, just came out right then when I was learning, so it was fresh and new. Um, you know, stuff like Crazy Train early on and, uh, the, you know, the intro to Hot for Teacher, that was stuff that sort of impressed on my buddies as I was, you know, again, I hadn't been playing for very long. I was still in high school. Right. So, but probably like everybody, you know, 
that age when they get started like i was completely consumed by it i, I played hours every day um it's like all i thought about in school i you know i'd sit at my desk and daydream and um you know use my my right wrist or a ruler as a fretboard under my desk and you know i was just listening here playing the songs in my head you know all day long stretching my fingers out so i could make the long you know five and six fret stretches and i drew tabs in my notebooks in school stuff like that i was just completely <laughs> consumed with it man Dude, that is yeah, so that's awesome. that's how I got my start. Where did you Where did you go to school at? I grew up in uh, in southwestern Pennsylvania, about sixty miles east of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. All right, that's the Mid Atlantic. It is. <laughs> so that's cool. All right, man. Um, you had a few Permanian Brothers sandwiches over the years, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's our stuff. <laughs> Are you a Steelers fan? I'm a diehard Steelers fan, Penguins fan, Pirates fan. I know. Just, everyone's tuning out right now after me saying that. <laughs> Rob Blake, has been a pleasure. Uh, now, I, now, now I know why he bought the damn guitar from Jack. Our feature, I'll talk, our feature talk guest Pittsburgh was Rob, Sports. <laughs> was Rob Blake, one, episode 106. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. our That's buddy right, Jack man. McNutt is, uh, is also from, from the area up there. So he's a fellow Yenzer, as we like to call ourselves. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Nah, that's cool, man. Oh, PA is a great state, man. It really is. Yeah. A lot of friendly well, folks in Pennsylvania. We were, you know, it's pretty pretty rural, man. It's just country from where, where I'm at. I'm not from the city. Um, so, you know, it wasn't much to do but drink beer in the woods and, and play guitar. So. Oh, Keystone <laughs> um, Light, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you uh, go. There you go. A couple of iron cities if you're feeling saucy. Yep, yep. <laughs> A rolling Rock, if you're, uh, you know, you're gonna go high class. I like Rolling Rock back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I drank thirty-two. They, call, they of those. call that Pennsylvania Heineken. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I drank thirty-two of those in one day and didn't get drunk. I was like, I can't drink this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes story. like piss, and it has the same effect as piss as well. True Doesn't story. get you drunk. <laughs> that's, oh too God, funny, that's, that's too funny, dude. It's too funny. <laughs> oh shoot, man! All right, but dude, you're in three days of rain. Explain how you became to be a part of that band. Um, yeah, I, shit. It's uh, I was. I think I'm the only member of the band that's played every gig. Um, the, wow. the way it started was, um, you know, I, my my good buddy. Uh, he's actually a business partner. His name's Jeff King. Um, he plays drums, and, and he and I were just jamming. And uh, you know, he moved into into Calvert County where he lives now. And he said, "Hey, I got a couple of neighbors. One plays guitar, one plays bass. Well, the one to play guitar was Jim Kobe." Okay. And uh, the four of us just started jamming in the basement and making noise. I mean, it was there was no set list. We were just you know making a racket. And all of a sudden, we said, "This isn't too bad. We might want to make this into something." And um, but I was doing all the singing and and played most of the leads. And it was you know it's, it's a heavy duty. So we said, "Well, let's let's hire a singer." So we put out auditions and. We found uh, Rob Lehman. Um, he just answered the ad, and he came in, and you know, within five minutes, we we're like, "This is our dude, right?" <laughs> Obviously, right. Um, and he played guitar and played keyboard, so and he, he just took us to a new level. And um, and and so we started getting out and gigging in 2010. I think July 3rd, 2010, is uh, was our first gig. All right. Um, uh, at a place called Tim and Al's in Chesapeake Beach. I think it's Abner's now. Um, yeah, then we had some lineup changes. You know, early on, the you know, first bass player didn't work out, so um, you know, I had a couple bass players. Uh, Jeff was a drummer, like I said, and he he quit pretty early on as well. He just had you know crazy life stuff going on, and um, and so yeah, we you know through a couple drummers, a couple bass players. You know, Rick Zakutney and I are you know our GDR's drummer. 
Mickey and I go way back. We were we were stationed together in the Air Force um, in South Carolina back in the early 90s. We didn't know each other. The funny thing is, is we were he was almost in the band that I was in. Um, he, he was friends with our other guitar player. And that guy was trying to drag him into the band. And our singer found another drummer and just sort of unilaterally decided, we're going to go with my guy. And so Rick didn't get in the band. And he was in another band. And we were in rival bands. We would literally be playing gigs at the same time in two different bars in the same plaza like competing with each other um and so fast forward a few years later we're both stationed here in this area and uh, you know dc and he puts an ad out inside of you know the unit some bullet board um and i answered it i went to his house and uh we jammed so just you know went upstairs and jammed he played drums i played guitar and um you know carly was hey, Car- carly made chili mac um that was the day i met carly and uh um uh he started playing some tapes like you know, hey listen to some, some old stuff here man uh, you know stuff I, I recorded back in the day when I was in South Carolina I'm like oh I was in South Carolina where, where were you at and uh, so we started comparing notes and he played this one tape he had recorded and I instantly recognized the guitar on it as the other guitar player from my band in South Carolina and I went oh man you knew that guy and then we closed the loop we figured out who you know, like you were in that band I was in this band um, and so that was in uh, like the late 90s like 97 maybe Right. And a few years later, Rick and I formed a metal band. Um, we actually were in a band called Chemical Comfort. Um, but quick, funny story there, we were originally called Kronos, and, uh, which I thought was a cool name. And uh, we got we got <laughs> sued. We got, we got a menacing letter from a lawyer representing the Kronos Quartet, some string quartet out in California. So we changed the name. Um, but yeah, it was like an all-original all metal band we were in. And then uh, Rick got reassigned. He, he got transferred um, uh, out west. So, um, you know, we wound up replacing him and it went on with that band. Anyway, fast forward a few years now, we're, you know, TDR is doing our thing. We need a drummer. Rick gets stationed back here. He's still in the Air Force at the time. And, you know, when we needed a drummer, I was like, oh, I know the guy. Yeah, I've known this guy for years. So um, that's how Rick got in the band. And then uh, uh, eventually Steve Pence. Um, actually, no, Carly got in first. So Rod Lehman took a hiatus. He, he, he um, you know, he wanted to take a break. And that's when we brought Carly in the band. Then we saw Steve Pence, and then we jammed one time at a party at my house, and Rob Lehman came over and uh, and you know got up and just sat in with us, and then we you know, we did some harmonies, and we went, ooh, you know that's that's pretty good right there, and and then you know he got back in the band. The rest is history. Uh, the last I don't know four years or something like that. Nice. That's been the lineup. Wow. wow Listen to that. Cool. Got the history, yeah. the whole history here. Yeah. Yeah. The current the current lineup for the last few years is is just amazing. You guys, you, know, are, you guys are a great unit, man. Yeah, you, I, I, when you, you, it feels like magical, you know. Um, I mean, first of all, everybody loves each other. Like we're we're genuinely like friends, and we love each other. And you know, you know a lot of times there's tension and stuff in bands, and we just um, I don't know, we just we just gel. Now musically, like there's different tastes, and that finds its way in. And you know, we we tend to sort of let the singers, um, you know, bring in songs that they want to sing and stuff like that. And we're we're pretty open to it. And you know what you get is everything from Kansas to, to Journey to you know to ABBA and, and B52s <laughs> and just you know country we're all over the map so it's fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can make your singer comfortable, it's going to be a good entertaining time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yep. You guys have a very diverse set, and the execution of the songs that you guys have is it's pretty spot on, man. And I appreciate you that. guys are so much fun to watch and you put the work in at shows and it's a great entertaining time. So 
We're fans. We're fans. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Appreciate it, man. We're just having fun up there, you know? Um, I, think it, I think that's what comes through. Is, that is true. You know? It does convey, and that, and it shows. That's why I like it, because you guys can tell you're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Except for Jimmy. He looks bored all the time. I don't know. I think his eyes are rolled back in his head. Usually Jimmy's, <laughs> like, posted up behind the stage. You can't even see him, and he's back there just holding it down. Yeah, all, all the guitar sound you hear is him, though. Uh, he's the guy behind the, the, the curtain, you know. Right. That's why I love him so much, because he doesn't he doesn't want to be in the spotlight or up front, but he's solid. He's extremely yep. solid, man. I, that guy, he's so great. Yeah, so great. Yep. Uh, yep. So what's up with live shows? Give us a breakdown. Where can we catch TDR at? Uh, we're actually playing this Friday at Swan Point um, Yacht and Country Club. That's a that's a new one for us. We've never played there. Um, I think they're doing some sort of a, like a summer concert series, or trying to bring um, people in their community in. But it's open to the public as well. Um, yeah. So we start at seven thirty there. Yeah, that was uh, on a ten ounce twelve pack sampler. You're gonna enjoy that. It's a it's a great outdoor space. Cool. And it's cool. a lot, lot of fun. A lot of people who live there just drive up on their golf carts and come hang out and check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I aspire to be that person and just be in a golf cart drinking <laughs> me, all day. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. <laughs> um, July 3rd is actually a really cool gig. Uh, we're, we're at Mama Lucia in Chesapeake Beach, and we, we play there a lot. Um, but but the, the 4th of July weekend show is always good, and this, the, this will be the third year we've done it. It's supposed to be when the when the fireworks are going off. And I, honestly, I'm not sure if the Chesapeake Beach is having them or not. When they do, it's an event. I mean, like everyone from all over the area comes down there to watch the fireworks over the bay, and the band sort of pauses and lets the you know the fireworks go off and stuff. But um, yeah. uh, but then you know they put in this this covered tent stage. Um, you know they have an outdoor space as well. It's a patio and it's right on the bay, and you, just, you know kind of look off to, to the to the right and you can see the water. Yeah, is, um, is Mama Lucia's like y'all's home base? It's one of them. I would say between that and Toots, those are probably the two places we play the most. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we give them each like six dates a year. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, speaking of, um, July 10th, we're at Toots. Um, you know. <laughs> Toots! Come see us at Toots! Yeah! <laughs> we love that place. We absolutely love Toots. You know, Lisa and Carrie have been really good to us, and, and we have a lot of fun there. They love, they love you guys there, too. Yeah, you guys get a great reception there every time, man. This is a lot of the same faces every time for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine you guys, you guys will be outdoors for that. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah as long as it's not pissing rain. Right. Yep. <laughs> it won't be three uh, days of rain coming through. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's always not a very good joke when it rains out of an outside gig for us. Yeah, it's happened I'm sure plenty times. Heard, I'm sure you've heard them all. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, uh, we're, we're at Seabreeze July 31st, and they, they, we've been rained out of that place a number of times. seems like every year, we, you know, once or twice we get rained out. But <laughs> wow. Hope I didn't just jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we got coming up though in the next month or so. Oh, nice, dude. Nice Sounds little great. dock of the shows. Um, do you have any other things cooking that you want to break or talk about? I, I, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> Let's hear it, dude. We teased it earlier. We got the big hot news from, from what do you call him, Big Rob? Big Rob. Big Rob <laughs> from TDR's yeah. got big news. You Let's do it. You got to call him Big Rob because you got Rob Layman and then you got Rob Blake. So I got you. Big so, Rob. Yeah, so, you know why they call me Big Rob. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm chubby. <laughs> yeah, right. I, 
yeah, yeah. Modern uh, modern day tuna can, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, Danny, yeah. is this a, like, we okay to break this tonight, man? Yeah, we're here. Dude. Yeah, dude. All right, let's do it. What better place, right? Yeah. So we're uh, we're we're starting a new little acoustic trio jam, and it's gonna be me and uh, your buddy there, Danny Albin, and uh, and Jack McNutt. Oh, um, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. A new acoustic trio is hitting Southern Maryland. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. So what's up? Talk, coming, talk. coming to you the summer of 2024. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long it takes Jack to learn a song. That's why. Oh, Seriously, right? He's not here to defend himself. Poor bastard. So that's why we're fucking with him. <laughs> All right, so give me the details. Do we have a name for this thing yet? We don't have a name for it. Um, I mean, I got ideas. I got ideas. Um, All right. What are they? I'd like to hear. Uh, uh, I've, I've always liked the name El Cabong. Uh, you, have you ever, uh, <laughs> remember that cartoon, <laughs> yes. Quick Draw McGraw? You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. The horse. I'm, yeah, I'm Quick Draw McGraw and his alter ego was El Cabong, the superhero, and he would take an acoustic guitar and smash bad guys in the head and go, Cabong. Yeah. <laughs> Like it. Uh, I like it. I'm old enough to to know that one. Yep. I like uh, Seven Beer Itch. That sounds kind of funny. Uh, someone probably already came up with that. Yeah, that's cool. I've always wanted to, to do something like like name the band after a famous person, but change the spelling. Like Phil Collins, all one word, like F I L Collins with a Z at the end. <laughs> Some stupid like that. That one. Uh, I, actually, I like that one. That is actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tequila Mockingbird That's another one I came up with Actually oh, my wow. wife came up I gotta give her credit for that man She came up with that one Is Damn. that what she likes to drink? <laughs> no Absolutely not <laughs> uh, No tequila No tequila <laughs> No tequila So you know Don't send that to Well you know I'll drink it Because um, I'm a hooker that way But uh, It's not my preference <laughs> <laughs> Nice These are great <laughs> names man As as Burt Reynolds said in Boogie Nights Those are great names <laughs> Yeah, I came up uh, with one name years ago, and, and no one liked it. And and then we didn't use it, but I wrote it all over the. I wrote it in every bathroom we ever played at. Yeah, what was that? I played a lot of bathrooms, so <laughs> <laughs> it was ass gravy. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go over well. I'm gonna have to stew on that one, man. So if, <laughs> if you ever hit hit a bathroom somewhere and you see ass gravy was here, that I, that was me. Love it. Love it. Little known fact, but I always wanted to be in a band called Lefty Lucy. But uh, we, I start, we started to do something. Me and and Kobe and a couple other people uh, a couple years ago, and it didn't take off. But uh, I don't. We were gonna, we were gonna go with that name, Lefty Lucy. That's pretty cool. I gotcha. So So righty tighty was taken. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like, I like some of that. El Cabon is, El Cabong is really good, dude. It's funny, right? Because it's relevant with an acoustic guitar getting smashed over someone's head, right? Um, do you have any gigs lined up, or what's going on with this thing? How are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Yeah, no gigs. We're just getting started, man. We're just thinking, of, you know, what the set list is going to look like. But I mean, I, I think we're we're looking to hit that, you know, Sunday afternoon, or or you know, hit some of the dock bars on the weekends, and um, you know, we'll probably start off though just hitting the open mics here pretty soon, just to get out and test the chops out, and, you know, see if see if it takes. Exactly. Um, right. That's but Alvin already said no country. You're not going to get any country out of this lineup. No, no country in this lineup for me. <laughs> I, I, that's my only uh, my only time I put my my foot down was like no country. <laughs> Anything else goes. I'll play 
Pop Hades, I'll play anything else. I hear you, we'll dudes. I hear you. We'll all be right. bringing you all the hits from Celine Dion and Madonna. Yeah. That, and that's fine, too. <laughs> Don't think stuff. I won't. Love it, dude. Well, I'm I'm excited to see where this this uh, newfound trio goes. I'll be keeping an eye on it, and maybe we'll have Jack and Rob back on, and we'll just do a whole big thing when the first show's going down. I love it. So that love that'll be cool. That's a little tease to make y'all want to work. Well, you you have those two guys on and call, you know, let me know so I can listen in. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> call me, and let me know. Get you, dude. Well, that's cool. All right, well, dude. That takes care of all the formal pleasantries. Oh, wow. And I'm glad that's out the way. This is a guitar show. We're, to, we're at that point. I know Rob's got guitars. We call this the gear rundown, brother. Let's go over what you got, man. What's, what, 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 do you, what do you play on? What's the brands? What's the model numbers? What do you got for the gurus tonight? Well, I just bought a new axe. You know, Danny talked about it earlier. Um, so... Uh, just a couple weeks ago from Island Music, man, I got this PRS uh, Dusty Waring SC24 Custom Floyd Rose. Um, so, you know, it's your it's your sort of your standard SC24 Custom, but, um, you know, it's got the Floyd Rose. It, the Dusty Waring's the, the guitar player from um, um, Between the Buried and Us, I think is the name of the band. I don't know, they're, they're like a prog metal band. Right. Honestly, I didn't buy it because it's a signature model. I just fell in love with the guitar. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. So it's, it's got... Um, you know, maple top, maple fretboard. It's like this uh, kind of like a tobacco type finish, but it's it's all matte. You know, it's not polished. Right. Um, I just absolutely love the maple fretboard on it. Um, um, I mean, this is my new number one, right? So um, it's got two custom humbuckers. It's a five-way switch, so you can switch between the two humbuckers or single coil for each one or, or split the two. Um, what else? I mean, I just get a ton of tones out of it. And playing with 3Ds or rain, you know, all the different stuff that we play. I, I got to get everything from you know sort of a, a you know heavy high gain sound to you know kind of a just almost a strat through an AC type of tone. So I need the, the range of tones, and, and this thing really definitely delivers, man. So I'm absolutely in love with it. Cool. Uh, so my my other main guitar, and our last gig, I, I literally brought this guitar, set it out, and didn't touch it, and I, I felt like I needed to apologize to it at the end of the night. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have an Ibanez Prestige. Uh, it's an S5470Q. It's, a, it's kind of a, I don't want to call it a rare guitar, but it, they're hard to find. It, they didn't have, uh, you know, it wasn't a, a huge run. Right. So when people started looking for them, they, they really struggled to find them. Um, uh, and I just, I happened to find one online and, and snagged it. So um, what can I tell you about that thing? It's um, It's got the Ibanez Zero Resistance 2 um, locking trim on it. So it's kind of like a Floyd Rose, but it's the Ibanez version. Right. Um, really cool though because it's got the, the knob on the back that you turn to adjust the, the tremolo uh, yeah. coil tension instead of using a screwdriver. So it's easy to set it up and stuff. But the the coolest thing about this thing is that the body is really thin at the edge. Like when you flip that thing on its side, it can't be more than a half an inch at the edge. And then, you know it gets fatter in the middle for tone. Um, but it's light. You know it's it's, it's typical. Um, Ibanez, you know, sort of really thin neck. So, I mean, it's an absolute shredder of a guitar. And, you know, humbucker, single coil humbucker configuration and five-way switch. So, again, get all the tones out of it. And I, I should mention, I mean, I use the shit out of the whammy bar. So, I whatever I play on stage I, with 3Ds Rain, I need that. Um, right. 
which is why uh, you know I have some other great guitars at home that I don't I don't really take out. Um, Ooh, exclusive side. What do you oh, got? Oh yeah, you're gonna get some insight here, man. <laughs> well, well, the one I'll mention before I go too deep into the into the, the repertoire is I, I also have this Line Six, um, the, the JTV eighty nine Variax. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the guitar as far as like you know the tone and feel of the guitar. It's just the the functionality. You know, twist the knob and it goes from an acoustic to a Les Paul or it changes tunings and stuff. And I use it for a few songs. Um, like we played the Chain by Fleetwood Mac and that's got a weird tuning. And I'm able to you know just twist the knob and then flip over to standard tuning for the solo and stuff like that. So um, that's yeah. cool. So, it's got a, you know, it's got, it's got a, it's got a function. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the ones that I have at home, I, I, I've got a mid '90s Les Paul Studio Plus that I mean, this is probably my favorite guitar I've ever owned. Um, it's got 498T pickups, you know, they're really hot. So I mean, this is this is a metal Les Paul guitar. Right. Um, it's got a beautiful quilted top, like tobacco finish. Um, it's got gold hardware. I, I actually got it hot licks in Waldorf, probably in '96. Seven, maybe 96, 97. Wow. Back before they moved to old Washington Road, you know, when they were up on yeah. 301. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bought it from uh, from Gene Quaid and, uh, and Harley Madison was was in there, too. I think Harley's want to put it in my hand, but Gene Harley. was, I think, the manager of the store. Yeah. Uh, Mike Stacy worked in there, too, back then. It was like an all-star lineup, you know, Maryland Musical All-Stars in there. <laughs> yeah, and I, I got the, I moved to, to Maryland in 96. And so, like, that's the first thing I did was I sought out the local music store and I went in and just, you know, fell in love with the store and, and you know, befriended those guys. So um, they sort of drugged me into the local scene. I got to, you know, start to learn about who, you know, who, who was who in the zoo in the area. Um, right. But yeah, I bought a lot of gear from those guys. As we um, all did back then. Yeah, wow, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, everyone went there, right? That was the place to go. This was great. Um, it's great hearing you say that. It's bringing back memories for me and Dan, right? Yeah. This moment right now, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and not to get off on a tangent, but I, I that's why I, I just wrote, like wrote a review for Island Music, and and I'm really ashamed to say that I hadn't set foot in that place until I bought this guitar, and I that place is just nuts, man. I mean, they just have a huge selection of stuff, and you know, it's our boy Jack in there, and. and uh, you know, Keith and the whole team in there are just awesome. So, like, that's my new home, right? Right. Uh, exactly. Um, but gear. So, you know, I, I got an 80s, uh, like a late 80s model Fender American Strat. It's gunmetal gray, standard, mm-hmm. you know, Strat hardware. A great guitar, but I just, you know, it doesn't have the all the, the different tones that I need to play out. So, it, you know, I pick it up and play it at home. Um, that's probably one I practice on a lot uh, with at home. Um Another one that's really cool. I got this Ernie Ball Axis. Um, so I don't know if you remember, like in the uh, early '90s, Eddie Van Halen had the Ernie Ball model, right? Um, for unlawful corner knowledge, at that time. So it's it's basically he took his name off the guitar. They kept making it. And they called it the Axis. So it's it's that guitar. Um, oh, wow. I think I got it in maybe 2012, 2013. I actually played it with uh, with TDR for a while, um, but it's a short scale guitar and it's it's kind of unique in the, the you know the trim isn't floating so like it rests back against the body so i can't yank back on it make all the big squeals and stuff so um you know i, I migrated away from it um the, the last one I'll, I'll tell you about is i, I got this um uh, it's a 90s like mid 90s or early 90s era ibanez rg650 and you guys know i love ibanez so nice. <laughs> um but I, you know, I was in the Air Force and I was in Okinawa, and um, I needed a new guitar for a, you know to a band that I was getting into. Yeah, this is probably around '94, 
So, I mean, I went out in the, open, in the market in Okinawa, like Japan, you know, bought a Japanese guitar from a Japanese guitar store. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. But it's a solid mid-level, you know, guitar. It's got the Floyd Rose and the standard Ibanez pickups from that area and stuff. So served me well. I've sort of outgrown it, but um, but it, it, it made plenty of TDR appearances over the years, and I played that in multiple bands. So it's hanging on the wall. I rarely pick it up now. <laughs> Um, I got a couple acoustics as well. I've got a, like a 1990 Alvarez that my parents bought me. That's I think special to me. You know, just uh, you know, all the memories from that stuff. Um, but I got a Taylor 524 CE. Uh, I got that a couple of years ago, and it's you know, Koa top. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous guitar. And, um, I got one of those Tonewood amp things. That you, you guys familiar with that? That that thing that like attaches to the back of the guitar and. Um, you, you, plug it in and basically it, it takes the vibrations from the guitar puts effects on it and it spits out like effects out through the out through the hole of the guitar so like you strum it and all of a sudden you hear like delay but it's there's no amplifier it's just coming out the hole of the guitar have you ever seen uh, that wow no yeah check that out man a tonewood amp it's called um they're, they're actually pretty reasonably priced right two three hundred bucks something like that um it's wicked cool so yeah that's it's great for the uh, you know the bonfires and when I'm entertaining the neighbors and stuff oh, like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so that'll be the new guitar. That'll be the guitar album that will be you know it'll be making the appearance in the new acoustic trio. Oh, that one's nice. gonna make its first appearance in public here. Um, can't wait. That's as far awesome. as amps and stuff go, uh, you know I, I've got a couple of amps, but TDR goes direct into the board, so right. we, we use pedal board you guys know that so but i, I have a, you know, a couple of great amps at home i mean I, i've got a uh, a mesa boogie dual rectifier that you know just a killer amp i used it in a metal band back in the day and used it in tdr originally you know the first couple of years as well and it just you know makes too much noise it's too much stage volume so yeah yeah it, it sits yeah. pathetically in a corner and every once in a while i plug into it just for shits and giggles <laughs> um <laughs> But I got I got a Marshall Valve State. Uh, it's a VS265. Uh, probably like a late 90s, like 97. I think it's probably when I got that from Hot Legs from Gene. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like it's one of those mostly digital, but it's got a, a like a tube preamp. So there's like one tube in it just to give it the you know that Marshall tube tone. Right. Um, that's 65 watts, two 12-inch speakers, built-in reverb and chorus. You know, three channels. I mean, it's a it's a it's a rocker of a combo amp and. Uh, um, I, I've used that live a few times as well with these guys. Um, so, you know, the, the pedal boards, I, I was using a, a, a pod, a Line 6 pod HD500X. And, you know, if you guys have played with those, and a lot of people use the Helix now, it's sort of the next generation. Um, they're great, right? They're great. You can get every kind of amp sound imaginable out of it and really dial in the tone and switch between them and, you know, go between a, a, a a rectifier you know like a like a mesa boogie type sound or a marshall to a you know an ac sound you know to an acoustic sound just by stepping on a pedal so really cool functionality but i just upgraded um just a few months back i got a, a kemper um the profiler um stage which is the form model version they have they have like a, a amp head version but this is the it's just on the floorboard uh and this thing's on freaking believable um if you think of it it can do it and i would scratch the surface on on what it can do but i mean the tone is just incredible out of this thing man right um so again tdr plays a wide range of stuff so i gotta be able to do different things but like you know we play dreams by fleetwood mac and that's got that swell and and like envelope filter effect on it that lindsey buckingham used like right. i got that dialed in perfectly um you know different ac30 tones stuff like uh you know, um you know we um 
Steely Dan and stuff like that that we played. You know, we played Good Times, Bad Times by Zeppelin, and Jimmy Page uses a um, um, a Leslie, you know, you know sort of chorusy rotator sound. Got that dialed in. So that thing's a beast, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing I'd share with you is I, I've got a handful of pedals that I use, and I, I've, I've gone back and forth over the years between being sort of a purist amp guy with, you know, with stomp boxes to the multi-effects things, but um, I do have a couple of pedals I use in addition to the Kemper. One's an Electro Harmonics Mel 9, um, which is a really cool little pedal. Um, you know, it makes the guitar sound like a violin or a saxophone and a few other kind of instruments like that. So I, we play um, Dancing Queen by ABBA and I make my guitar sound like a violin. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, it, and then I, I have this wah pedal that I just I love. It's, uh, it's an Ibanez Weeping Demon. Um, it's got a couple cool features. One is, um, you know, most wah pedals you gotta you gotta step on, you know, push, toe it down and step on the the, the, the button, right? Make the, yeah. you know, to make it engage. This one it, it uses, um, I don't know if it's an electric eye or it's just uh, you know whatever. It just automatically comes on. So it's spring loaded. The thing always is in the the toe up position, and then as soon as you step on that thing, the wah engages. So it just. And then as soon as you're done using it, you just take your foot off and it, it you know, spring loads it back to the toe up position, turns off the wall and you just walk away from it. So that's cool. um, the other thing is it's got you know, a bunch of knobs so you can really dial in like the range of the wall, which is another frustrating thing for a lot of people. Some wall pedals don't have the, the range that they need. So anyway, I love it. Um, they, they quit making it. I don't know why, because it's an awesome pedal. Um, uh, I mean, actually, oddly enough, the... Uh, battery case on the thing the hinge broke on it and I, you know I'm like holding it together with duct tape basically um, for shows and I, I just found one used online so I just ordered it <laughs> should uh, probably tell yeah. my wife that. gotta have it for parts man you never know yeah right? yeah yeah I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that because I didn't tell my wife she's gonna find out when she hears this on Thursday <laughs> oh well just tell her don't, don't listen to the show <laughs> there you go I'm not gonna like, get to 25 he, guys he's trying to get beat paradox dude so that's worthy for that yeah. However many people we were going to have, it's going to be one less now. Uh, damn. She ain't going to miss Big Rob. No, she ain't. Don't hide the purchases of the equipment. <laughs> That's good advice, kids. The, the trades are the trades are easy. Hey, where'd right. that come from? Oh, oh did, you, did you see that other thing that was here? No, because I traded it. Didn't cost me anything. Ah. And I then, just like the conversation. I've never seen that before. Where'd that come from? You take the thing out of the closet, you swore you traded. <laughs> That's yeah, evil, man. Do not listen to That's me. Evil. I'm, I, 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 I would a, never do that to my wife. There's a reason why I've, I've been divorced eight times. <laughs> Lord, man. That's awesome. That sounds like some big frustrations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good segue. Yeah, Mr. good segue. Yeah. Dude, I. So what's your big frustrations in live performances? You've been playing 20 plus years. What's the what's the bitch of the night in Big Rob's world? Oh man, you know, there's, there's any number of things that, that, that can be a pain in the butt. But for me, like I, around here, we, playing outside, we play outside in the summertime. And, um, you know, those are fun gigs, right? They're fun venues and stuff. But the, the, as a guitar player, like the guitar tuning gets wonky. That you know, the, the heat and the humidity, and yep. it's sand in your gear. Um, yeah, I always say, like every time we play at Seabreeze, I take a little piece of it away with me. It's like half the sand from the beach is in my gear. <laughs> um, and there's always the threat of rain, um, and you've, 
I won't rehash the story. Like Carly's been on here before telling the story of us getting just absolutely thrashed by rain at Seabreeze one time. So, you know, those are those are frustrations. Um, we we run our own sound at our, at our gigs, uh, most of them anyway. Um, and I, I have some of those duties. Rob Lehman's really the, the expert in the band, but uh, it's, you know, it's my sound system and I do a lot of the adjusting and troubleshooting. So, you know, when you're doing that, you're trying to play and perform and get out front and listen to see if everything sounds okay. Sometimes we're fighting feedback and making adjustments while we're trying to perform. That can be frustrating too. Yeah. Um, beyond that, it's just the stuff that you guys probably hear frequently from other people like, you know, Someone drunk spills a beer into your gear. You know, a big one is people dancing close because you know we play in small venues. So yeah, they fall they, into the band. Absolutely, bump the microphone, mic chip mic your you face. Know? Right, exactly. <laughs> or or yeah. fall face first into a floor monitor, or they grab a mic and, and start singing with, without a, you know, like. Yeah. An, oh, that's another one that's too. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, we always talk about the community around here, and when you see someone from another band out there, it's it's kind of common courtesy. You invite people to come up to play. Sometimes it's too many, right? There's ten people out there in other bands, and you're like, can't get to everybody tonight. But um, you know, it's it's courtesy. But for some people, it's kind of an expectation. And like, you know, I know when I show up to see other bands, I'm just I'm kind of like a lot of times like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm here to see you guys. Um, yeah, I'm exactly. taking the night off, motherfucker. I always say that. I always say the same thing. <laughs> hey, it's it's y'all show, not mine, man. That's I'm right, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to watch y'all play. Just do your thing. Yeah, you know. But then I'm, get a couple Jaeger bombs in me, and then I change my mind. Exactly, and then it's like, Shit. all right, I'm playing, bitch. <laughs> I'm tired of you asking. Okay, fine, I'll do one. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. You guys do have a lot of courtesy with that, but I'm talking about like. I've been in situations where, like, a drunk person grabs a mic and starts singing. Like, not, yeah. not someone from another band, but it's just like, whoa, This is a straight-up drunk. If you want to have a show, do the work and book your own show. <laughs> yeah. That might be a headbutt. That might be a headbutt involved in that one. <laughs> there could be a headbutt. <laughs> I, I'll I tell you. I, that ain't shit. I had a drunk come up me, to me the other day and say, where's the other side of the road? I said, it's over there, motherfucker. He said... That's funny. I was just over there. They said it was over here. That's a oh. good joke. I mean, oh. Oh, wow. a little bit of a dad joke. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. Ah, it's oh, crazy wow. in here. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> you I... know who takes the run of that stuff in our band is Rob Lehman. I mean, this guy is, is so unlucky when it comes to this stuff. I mean, he's, he's had his keyboard knocked over and broken. Damn, damn. Um, that sucks. Good old Rock and Rob. That's, I mean, that destroyed. sucks because... He, he doesn't get reimbursed for that, you know? It's just like, a, you know, somebody knocks his shit over. It's not like you can, like, it, they're not going to pay for it. Right. They're going to get kicked out or something. That's exactly you know? right. And, and I mean, he, he literally bought a new keyboard because, uh, you know, one, after, after take, took a couple spills from that, it just stopped working. So, um, yeah. Damn, that sucks, man. Because, like, the with, one that a gets guitar, the- with a guitar, you can always kind of just... Swing to the left a little bit and hit somebody with the headstock without anybody noticing. It's a weapon. Yeah, it's actually just, a weapon. Just, <laughs> it's a stage move. You don't even know. It's like bam, swinging around. They're on the floor. It's like I don't know what happened, dude. They're drunk. <laughs> but a keyboard that comes over—that's chaos, man. Yeah, uh, we were at Seabreeze. Uh, I think it was last summer. Some poor girl. She was just having a good time. She was you know, a little too much to drink. She was dancing. And she fell down in the sand and she decided to start throwing sand up in the air and it. 
it was just going over her head and right onto the stage. And of course, all of every 100% of it went right onto Rob's keyboard, just sand splashed into the keys. Damn. And we had to stop the song and stuff. But you know, Poor guy. with that, it's just people having fun for the most part, right? So, you know, they, they got her up, and the security guy came over. He's like, Do you want to secure rid of her? I'm like, no, man, just take her back 10 feet. <laughs> Get her a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. She's having fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, those outdoor gigs are definitely very challenging, man, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, dude. What an awesome night hanging out with Rock. A big Rob. Big Rob. You know it, man. Not Rock and Rob. Big Rob. Don't ever call me that again. Right, hey, man. Y'all got too many <laughs> damn Robs in the band. <laughs> There might be one too many. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one. I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> well, we like both. It's just like, I mean, we we ran into this problem a long time ago, and a good friend of us named Rob, we actually named Frank. So his nickname was Frank's because we had two Robs. Remember that? <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah, so you could be the Frank of the band. Okay, I can be Frank. Frank. Oh, man. I can be Frank. Frank Blake. If I can be Frank, <laughs> you can be whoever you want to be. <laughs> if I'm going to do that, I'm going to come up with like a porn name or something, though, man. I'm going to be like Mike Honcho or something like that. Yes. You got it, dude. You have to. That'd be yeah. awesome. That, like, we could be like the Ramones, but we all have porn names instead of like Didi Ramone or Joey Ramone. You're on something, dude. Yeah, I could be like Dan Jeremy, and you could be Rob Jeremy. I love it. You're on to something. The name of the band's got to be something porn-related. I'm in. Ass Gravy, Volume 2. <laughs> I'll tell you what we do. For all, all the people that are that are listening in on, on the chat, like, start coming in with some band name ideas. That's what we need. Oh, yeah. Porn-related. Porn-related band names. And we'll take them into consideration. And we'll have a vote. <laughs> and whoever wins, you get the honors of, of, yeah. I'm in. Let's do that. That's fun. I love it. All right. Great, dude! You could, you could, you could put a little um, Star Wars twist on it—the Mandalorian. Oh, <laughs> that's a good way to get sued by George Lucas, I think. Man. Yeah, we gotta be careful <laughs> with that one. Hey, hey, hey! That means they knew you about your band. How cool is that? That's yeah. valid. That's valid. Yeah, right. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. I love it. That's just that, that's at the top of the list now, man. Yeah, that's the, the man, front runner. The Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> out, out manhoeing on Sundays at the vineyards. That's right. Uh, yeah, that, that's oh, awesome. Man, could you imagine that? Well, that's that'd be, good stuff. That'd be freaking fun, man. Anyway, Pull our peckers out and we'll say this is the way. Yes! <laughs> I don't consent. This is the way. This is the way. Now, nah, see, I don't, I don't condone that kind of behavior. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, this is cool, this is man. The way. Rob, you are the man, sir. Dude, I... we're going to have so much fun, man. We're going to have so much fun. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, man. Having a good time and having fun, man. Yep, and you dude, know. and guess what, man? We've come to the biggest part of the interview, man. Oh. This is the coolest part. I'm intimidated. Yeah, so better watch out, dude. See how quick the time went by tonight, man? Just like that. Boom. It did go by Love quick. It. Right, man. So, dude, Rob, big Rob, we're to the point of the show where I get to go best gig, worst gig. You can answer any order you like, but you got to answer both. What do you have for the guitar gurus tonight, my friend? 
I knew this was coming, man. I knew this was coming because this is the this is the staple question of the show, right? That's so, right. That's right. And I also know that you've had other members of TDR on here, so I I, I thought, you know, I'm, I don't want to rehash any of that stuff. Um, so I'm gonna go with some some non TDR best and worst gig stories. Now that's solid because that's what I was hoping for. Yep. So I'm I'm yeah. ready. You are delivering. Yeah. Yes. So um, best gig. Uh, was what non-TDR was I was in uh, this metal band Chemical Comfort like I mentioned it was in the early 2000s we were playing in the uh, like the Baltimore metal scene up there um, if, you, you know, if you know anything about that stuff at that time um, you know it, it's, it's all original they hate covers um, uh, it, it's a lot of young kids uh, so you know you got your 18 to, to 21 year olds then they're, they're bringing 18 to 21 year olds um, with them and, and a lot of them are, are not drinking and stuff like that so um, you know we were a little bit older you know later deeper in our 20s and um, you know, a couple guys in the band were in the military and we just had a lot of buddies and stuff that would come to come follow us around and see us so wherever we went a lot of times the, the bar owners liked us because we brought people that actually drank and there'd be three, four, or five bands on the bill because you got 45 minutes or an hour worth of material. That's all the songs you've written at this point. So um, it's a lot of fun, you know, playing in that scene. But it, it, we picked up in, in one particular place. Um, it's called Thunderdome. Um, and I yeah. think it closed in like 2005. But you remember that place? I do. Yeah, it was a great venue, man. It was a you know kind of one of the bigger venues in the, in the area. Um, you know, kind of like Jackson Springfield, that kind of thing. They had their own sound guys, you know, front of house guy and monitor guy and stuff like that. It was really a lot of fun to play there. So we played there a few times and, and had a good showing. And the owner says, hey, how would you guys like to open up for Overkill? Um, so <laughs> and, and not everybody listening might know. You know. Overkill was one of those 80s metal bands. You know, they were, they were you'd see them every Saturday night on Headbangers Ball and MTV. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, hello from the gutter. You know, like, I, I love those guys, right? So I was like, you got to kid me. Those guys are still together, and they're going to play with in front of that. That's awesome. So yeah, we opened up for them, and and that place holds, I don't know, a couple thousand people. And I think at the time we played, you know, I, there were still people coming in the door. There was a line out the door, people with tickets. You know, it's one of those gigs you had to sell tickets for, you know, twenty five bucks a ticket and all that kind of stuff. You're really selling tickets to see Overkill, but um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we played probably the biggest crowd I've ever played to, you know, 800,000 people, I think, you know, it, wow. and they were trickling in. And then by the time we were done, you know, Neverkill's about to come on, there's 2,000 people at this place. It's just mashed. And um, it was just the most energy and the most fun I've ever had. And it just, it was fun to open up for a cool band like that. That's great, I man. Bet, man. So that's the best gig. Worst gig, also with that band, um, and I just described what the scene is like that they hate. Uh, the covers and, and all that stuff. So there was another venue called How Daddies in Baltimore. I think it was in like the Brooklyn area of Baltimore. Um, and it's, it's like a converted row house. It's a, it's a pretty small little thing, but, you know, it's like a townhouse. It's, you know, um, split foyer type thing. Yeah. So you, 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 you come in on the top floor and that's where the bar is. And then you go down steps to get to the, the, the stage where the band's played. And it was just a big rectangle, and, and there was, you know, the stage on one end was elevated, you know, four feet up in the air or whatever. And uh, it was a pain in the ass to load in. You had to go down the steps and shit. And, uh, but it was a fun place, and we, we had a lot of fun gigs there, good crowd. But, again, they hated the, uh, the, the covers, and so you go in and you, you play your 45 minutes, and if you, if you snuck in, a, we always had a couple covers up our sleeve in case, you know, sure. somebody wanted us to play longer or something, right? Um, and that band, the way I would 
describe us as, uh, you know, Rick Zakutney was the first drummer in that band. We were really into the Tool, um, Alice in Chains, and it was just sort of a you know, mix of, you know, we had the different time signatures, um, so it wasn't like a lot of speed, thrashy type stuff. It was more the sort of the heavy, you know, um, more progressive with the time signatures and stuff like that. But but the, the dark um, um, harmonies and, and chord progression is kind of like Alice in Chains too. Um, yeah. So fun band. But anyway, so we're, we're playing the How Daddies, and we're I don't know we're we're either, we're either the last band or maybe the next to last band on the bill. We get there early. We we. You know, backline our equipment on the stage and stuff, and then we go upstairs, and our whole crowd's with us—a bunch of military dudes and stuff—and we're sitting at the bar. And the owner of the place, Hal, um, is, is tending bar, and he, he's again expressing like, "I love it when you guys come because you bring people that actually buy booze." And so we start shooting Jaeger, and we, we we drink so much of it that we're he's running low, and he says, "Have you guys ever tried Jaeger mixed with 151?" <laughs> ah. no, Remember that fun stuff? Like, you know, uh, it's like grain alcohol. I don't think you can buy it anymore, right? It's like uh, grain alcohol. I yeah. couldn't imagine mixing those two things. I didn't. Yeah. But that was the concoction that he started serving us. And we, so we started doing them, and it was like, do one, do another, do another. And, and he ran out of Jaeger. And he, he was so happy that he had people there drinking. He left the bar, went across the street to a liquor store, and bought a bottle of Jaeger to come back for us. Um, so while he's gone, and we're, and we're sitting there, we're, me and the other guys in the band said, I wonder if we can play hammered like how hammered can we play let's 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 test this theory tonight right um they always have a couple drinks you know, a couple beers or something like that to get loose but but never too sloppy because i me personally man i, I turned into two left hands when i when i drink too much so um yeah we, we got really boogered up and uh you know to, to cut to the chase we now it's our turn <clears throat> we get on stage and i knew it was going to be bad before we even started because the our, our bass player was our lead singer and he's getting ready to step up to the mic for the first song and he kicks the mic off the stage and falls into the crowd, makes a racket, starts feeding back. <laughs> and he's he's standing over there pointing at the thing and he's laughing. He's laughing like this. <laughs> like I'm like, oh my God, he's he's blitzed. I'm blitzed. Everybody's wow. blitzed. I don't know how we're gonna survive this. Boom, to get the mic back on stage and we start playing. And like I said, some of our stuff was kinda intricate, you know, the time signatures and the you know, the crazy you know, progressions and stuff and um we're struggling we're struggling to you know to sort of stay in time and, and catch all the changes and stuff and look at each other and so after a, you know i don't know maybe three four songs or something we said we got we got to play something that's a little bit easier and we decided to throw in a cover which again you know it's against the law up there and and so the, the cover that we decided to play was to uh, uh possum kingdom by toadies which isn't a particularly heavy song no this is a metal crowd i mean so we strike the first chord and they start booming like it's a it's a it's a revolt right um it's mutiny and so people start booing at us and stuff and, and we're just trying to get our way through it and i i sing you know i was singing the song so we just say screw it and let's let's drive through and we're playing and at some point there's a departure um like you, you know the song it's, it's like you know verse first chorus verse first chorus and then there's a bridge well um i i think after the first chorus, I, I think the I think the second verse, I sang the third verse or something. I was getting the verses mixed up, and it caused the other guys in the band to go to the bridge. And I thought we were coming back to to a verse, and we were all playing different parts. I mean, it was three. Oh. It was a total cacophony, right? Just I mean, just a shit show. And 
um, we, we looked at each other and we're trying to figure out how to get back on track and eventually we, we just we literally stopped in the middle of the song they're booing us and some kid in the back goes you suck yeah. <laughs> um, we 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 tried to recover so we, we played one more of our originals but they literally booed us the whole time it was 10 minutes of booing <laughs> and uh, um, so we just we shut it down we we're like we're done thanks everybody off we went and right. uh, and we went back upstairs like we, we packed out and we went upstairs to the bar and, uh, and there's how and he goes I like the last song you guys played <laughs> that was pretty cool do you guys want another drink <laughs> oh my god he, he just wanted to sell his booze it was totally his fault but uh, yeah I mean getting basically booed off the stage is the worst experience I've ever had totally his fault it was in Brooklyn so it didn't matter yeah <laughs> I mean That's at, true. at a townhouse by called Hal Daddy's yeah, it wasn't oh, like I was going man. up there, you know, to, to eat at Five Guys or anything the next day, so no one was going to see me again. Exactly. <laughs> right. Wow, dude, that's awesome. We proved a point, all right? <laughs> yeah. You found out how much you could play how drunk you were. Wow. Like, zip that shit. That's how much. That's Zippo, how much. zappo, zero. <laughs> Zippy. Zippy. <laughs> yes. But, dude, Rob, man, this has been awesome tonight, man. Hell this yeah, buddy. Cool. Um, Loved it, man. Yeah, um, we're going to keep tabs on you and Alban and Jack and the Acoustic Trio. Um, definitely going to keep track of TDR like always. Of course. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, keep an eye out for the Mandahorians and the. <laughs> the Mandahorians. The Mandahorians. I love it, dude. I love it. I hope y'all use that. And That's the good and stuff. El Kabong Spectacular. Yeah. I love it. That's the, that's the name, man. I'm hip. Hell but, yeah. Did anything before we let Rob go? Uh, I just want to thank Rob, Big Rob. You did it at Rocktoberfest two years ago, and I said, get your shit straight. That's exactly right. <laughs> and and if went, I remember correctly, we restarted the segment. <laughs> right. I said, dude, man, get your shit straight. You're like, oh, now I did it. Yep. That's because, you know, I played golf with Rob Lehman and stuff. I've hung out with a guy. He's a great dude. So I, I just get you guys, you know, I love you guys. But I got to say, you're the only one that actually, like, sends us pictures of you drinking poolside with your with your guru's, like, chalice. Yeah, I love that shit. That makes me happy. It's yeah. shit like that that makes it worthwhile for us. That's where I make my vodka tonics, man. My man. My man. <laughs> love it. I love so it. thanks again, brother, for doing this. It's been, yeah, a, it's it's been a great time tonight. Thank you guys for everything you do, man. Love it. Love the show. So happy to be here. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Well, dude, from the Guitar Gurus, we say thank you, and we'll check you later, Rob. See you, boys. All right, man. Peace. Rob Blake. That's right, man. Big Rob from Three Days of Rain and soon-to-be Mandahorians and... (laughs) And and the Elkabong special. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, we don't know if that's going to be the thing. Could be awesome. It's pretty funny though. Woo, what a night, dude. Yeah, man. I'm worn out, man. Shit. This one went a little long tonight. Ah, I thought I, I thought we were gonna be done like 20 minutes ago. Nah, that, that, <laughs> hey man. It kept going, dude. I loved it though. That Rob likes good... talking about gear. He's got a lot of it. That's so. that he does, man. That That's he what does. it's about. It's all about. Let's run this bitch down. What do you say? Yeah, man. Um, first up, you stepped in for David Higgins at the Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. Yeah. You did a 10-ounce 12-pack sampler. Awesome job. Well, thank you. Then we cruised into the Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week. Yeah. It was that awesome PRS SE Zach Meyer signature guitar. 
Simi Hollow. 829, man. 829. With a gig bag. Right there at Island Music. That's right. Um, after that, we had Sean Kirkpatrick on from More, More, More. We chronicled another week in Sean's life. Yep. That was thoroughly entertaining and always worth a listen. Then we took a quick break. Um, played our commercial set for Christopher Lane Tattoos. If you're in the market for some tattooing, give Chris a call. He'll take care of you. Yep. And then we got Cooper Construction for Site Maintenance Solutions. Cooper Construction, they're doing work at my house right now. That's correct. And you see it. So. I, I do see the results. That's it, man. So that, that's what we had. Then we came back. We had big Rob Blake, Three Days of Rain, oh, on, the, on the phone. Broke news about the new acoustic trio named To Be Determined. But I'm pushing for the Mandahorians. I think that's awesome. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But wow, dude, that was episode 106, man. And the books. Woo! And as we always do, we will keep on continuing to bring you our best content possible in the local music scene. That's right, man. Because we're the Southern Maryland guitar guru. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Of course we can. Of course we can. We're the Southern Maryland Maryland guitar guitar guru. We're the number one rated music talk radio program in Southern Maryland. That's correct. Speaking of that, I'm ready to get out of here, man. I am absolutely yeah. 100% spent. Yeah, we're taking a week off, getting into a longer episode. It'll run you out quick, yep, man. Yep, man, real quick. All right, dude. Thank everybody out there. We will be back next week. Um, stay tuned for all the, the updates and everything. Um, thank everyone for tuning in all over all for the past couple years. It's been super rad, but... From the Guitar Gurus, we'll check you next week. You got anything else? Support local music, support local venues, be good to each other, be safe out there. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.